Hello and welcome to another week of Soap Secrets. Now, Victoria Wilson is joining me today. Hi, Victoria. Hi, Hannah. Okay, so a shocking week for Kylie and Holby, isn't it, this week? Yes, yeah, you could say that. Bless her. She's so sweet. She just inadvertently gets involved in, in all this stuff. So so basically, this is this surrounds um, Lucky, um, if we remember. So she was... Um, she was whacked over the head by Jenny Sinclair and left. She was put in a coma and it's, she's been left basically paralysed from the neck down. And she's decided that no life is better than living with disability. Um, and she's adamant to die. So having been left distraught by the sight of herself in a wheelchair last week, basically left her out for a walk, left her and took photos. He did not like the photos, let's just say. Um... So uh, tetraplegic Lucky is she's struggling to be positive about her future and she is even more determined to sort of fulfil her, her wish to end her own life in, in next week's episode. So the episode begins uh, with a flashback, it, it, a flashback of sorts, um, and we see an able-bodied Lucky, so in real life she's in the hospital bed, um, but here we see um, Lucky sort of back to her old self, if you like. She's counselling a, a patient. Alex from a nearby hospital. Um, it turns out Alex is paraplegic, um, so he's paralysed from waist down, and he makes it clear that um, to Lucky that he wants to die. Um, so back in the present, uh, a bedbound Lucky is sort of desperate to forge ahead with her, her sort of plan to end her own life, and she cunningly gets Kylie to help. So basically, we see Lucky uh, being given pain medication, but she sort of surreptitiously sends that nurse away before they have a chance to update. No, when Kylie turns up, Lucky sort of lies that, oh, I don't think I've been given my medication. So obviously, always need to help. Kylie unwittingly gives her more, and Lucky goes to full on cardiac arrest. Now, obviously, this is all part of Lucky's plan. Mm. Um, fortunately, thanks to a swift response from Lucky's friend, loyal friend and colleague, um, Max McGarry, a crisis is averted. Um, so, so no harm done. Well, you know, we are in Lucky's mindset. She, she has got the results wanted. But anyway, that's by the by. Kylie later tries to sort of lift Lucky's spirits by by arranging a visit from none other than Alex. Um, they talk. And, you know, Alex, it turns out, has, has got lots going on in his life now, despite being in a wheelchair. Um, so they talk, and, and I guess the question is, will his visit make Lucky realise life worth it? Hmm. It's, um, it's such a difficult one. It's such a sensitive subject. I think it will, yeah. you know, resonate with lots of people that have been through something as severe and as, you know, life-changing as that. Yeah, um, we get a- we get a real sense of, of Lucky's desperation in this episode, and I suppose it's really important for a show like Holby, though, to to highlight that there can be life after trauma. Yeah, and um, that and, and, the, and that it's a phase. It's something you got, you can get through yeah. the other side. Yeah, it's almost like a a grieving process, I suppose. I sp- um, yeah, I think I think she 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 does that in the episode, but you know that there, there, as I say, there can be life trauma and. and it's important that Holby shows that and, and mm. it does seem as we get to the end of the episode that, that maybe Lucky really mm. Um and it's it's Josh's birthday, isn't it? Now this this storyline has kind of been 
going on for a little while. You know, he's um, just the dad to the, these premature twins and you know, it's really tough for him and everything. And um, last week we discovered that he had bulimia as a teenager. Now, there's always been an undercurrent and we haven't really been sure what it is, but now that's yeah. come to the fore. Um but is that that's something that's sort of continuing this week, isn't it? Because, you know, we're kind of wondering whether this bulimia will be triggered again. Well, it was only, it was touched upon at the very end in a conversation between Josh and his mum, Elaine, and it was kind of mentioned and you were like, oh, okay. Well, in this week's episode, we kind of see it to its sort of fullest extent. Obviously, as we know, like, Holby is, has never been one to shy away from sensitive issues. Um, and and this week they do very much put bulimia under the spotlight. Um, as you say, like over the past few weeks, we've we've sort of seen Josh really push himself in in all, all areas of his life, whether that's Doctor on Darwin or as the new father to the Premature Twin Convention, and 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 obviously he's training hard, like running with with Eli, as so he's just trying to be this, this perfect. Um, but as we see this week, there, there does seem to be a lot more behind sort of Josh's desire to always be in control. Um, and, and and we do see that this week. Basically, the episode begins with, um, we, we learn it's Josh's birthday. Um, and Anne laid on this surprise um, sort of celebration spread outside the hospital, complete with enormous birthday cake. Um, Josh sort of seemingly reluctantly takes a huge bite. You think, come on, Josh, it's birthday cake and chocolate as well. Like, what give? But he takes a bite, and then, but then we sort of realise what's going on as these scenes are cut in with others of Josh making himself sick. Um, it's mm. not too gross, so it's it's okay to watch while you're having your dinner, people. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I'm glad you. Uh, I'm glad you tell us that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's not one for me. I always end up watching previews over lunch. But anyway, I digress. Um, so he, he's trying to, he's obviously trying to hide his disorder. It, you know, that's a major part of bulimia. We, we, we believe. Um, and he's still trying to be this first class doctor, but he's clearly distracted. Um, and Eli can see that. Uh, and, and there's a scene that he's, it sort of impacts how he treats his patient of the day, uh, sort of an ex-boxer. He thinks she's sort of hiding something. And Eli tells Josh, obviously, in, in, in relation to this patient, you know, if, if people need to want help to get help. And that obviously kind of resonates with Josh. So you're sort of left wondering, will, will he reach out for help? Will he reach out to someone for help? Um, um, you know, it's, a, again, another storyline that, again, you sort of, stereotypically, you assume, you, you kind of put it with women, don't you? But, of course, you know, mm. it's not. It affects mm. everybody. So, again, oh, an, a, a good absolutely. subject area and dealing with it from a slightly different viewpoint. Yeah, I mean, when you you see bulimia on, on TV, it is often portrayed, as you say, like, as an illness sort of suffered largely by teen girls, mm. I guess. Um, not strong, athletic men like josh mm. um so it's really interesting they are taking that stance um with it um so so holby should definitely be applauded for, for taking that unique stance and definitely and on this uh, you know it is a, it is a debilitating largely misunderstood illness so, so it's a really interesting story 
And also, of course, we talk, we've talked about Oliver, haven't we? Um, he's back, and uh, we know that he's not quite what all he's cracked up to be. And this week we see Hanson setting him a bit of a challenge, and, and I suppose the, the question here is not if he'll be rumbled, but when he'll be rumbled. Yeah, so, um, yeah, Ollie's kind of struggling. He's been set a, a diagnostic task set by Hanson. Um, he he's he just wants to prove his worth, really. You know, he is a brilliant doctor, but he's been left with this brain injury after being shot by some of all. Um, so he's kind of frustrated with what sort of seems like a really easy challenge. Um, so Russ, obviously the guy that brought him into Holby to be mentored by Hansard, he's kind of seeks out Hansard to find out why he's not pushing him when when Ollie's clearly more capable. Um, this sort of storyline then segues into um, Russ finding Hanson in the store cupboard and they kind of both get locked in and there's a typical thing where people get locked in, they they really bond and, and things are discovered about the other person, all of that. And we definitely find that here. Um, Hanson is really saddened to learn that, that Russ is actually in counselling for his partner and it almost becomes like a counselling set up in the store cupboard trying to, trying to get out. Um, mm. so obviously then, then we sort of, uh, come back to Ollie and he's, he, he gets acquainted with director of nursing Madge Britain. Um, basically there's a, there's a presentation that Hanson is supposed to be hosting whilst he's stuck in the cupboard and, um, Ollie ends up, uh, he sort of ends up hosting the whole thing. So oh. it, you know, whether, you know, can, can he rise to the challenge, I guess we'll find out. And. And obviously, will will Hanson take him on as a as a mentee? We'll we'll have to see. I I think to reassure fans, I do think Ollie will be a. Mm, and she's in the know, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for that, Victoria. Um, and we will be back next week with you talking more things Holby. In the meantime, Claire Ruck is here. Hi, Claire. Hi, Hannah. Casualty. It's paramedics week. It is. It is. Um, I, I have to say, first of all, Hannah, this this episode I really, really enjoyed. It's odd, isn't it? Because you know you had the, cra- the the train crash when Lev and Phoenicia died, and that was high octane. But this this was just a nice episode, and I, I came away feeling sort of I, I came away feeling warm. I think. Um, yeah. So so yes, it's basically it's all featured, you know, on the paramedics, and the, we know the team have been struggling because they lost two members, two members, Lev and Phoenicia, in that horror train crash which happened a, a couple of months ago, and we have two paramedics we've seen, Teddy, Teddy is Jan's nephew, and Sar. Um, so we've got two 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 new paramedics, and this week we see how the team are getting along, which is really important because. Because as a team, when you, you're paramedics, you should be able to, you need to depend on your, your colleague, don't you? And, you? and, you know, they need to anticipate your move. So it's a very close relationship. Mm-hmm. So, um, so normally Teddy is out on a shout with Ian, but this week he asks to pardon his Auntie Jan. He does wind his Auntie Jan up, but he's not allowed to call her Auntie Jan, Hannah, when he's um when he's of in course. the when he's in the office when he's at work but he does that i think just just to just to wind her up um and they have a very eventful day teddy teddy and jan um first of all they respond to an unconscious man in the park and when they bring him round he mugs teddy for his phone oh no <laughs> <laughs> 
know. What awful. I know. And Teddy goes running after him and he's got a needle in his hand, this 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 jog oh, addict. Gosh. And Teddy thinks for a minute he's been stabbed with this needle. So there's all sorts of all sorts mm. going on and Jan's getting cross with him. And then the second shout is they're called to a vulnerable woman who thinks she has broken her ankle. And they've seen her before, Hannah, um, mm. and uh, she's vulnerable. And actually, she needs help, and she doesn't know how to ask for help. So the way she asks for help is to call the paramedics. Um, so, yeah, so so she's sitting there with her ankle up on the chair, and it's obvious there's nothing wrong with her ankle. And, um, mm. and, and Jan says to her, you know, I know you're lonely, but... Um, you have to get out there and meet friends. And she talks about this guy, Ben, um, and as her only friend. And there's she's sitting there in the garden. It's a lovely day. And there are all these chocolate brownies. And Teddy being Teddy is stuffing chocolate brownies like nobody's business. And uh, Jan sends him off to, to get some, some leaflets on how to make friends. And while he's away, he comes back. He comes back and she's she's living in this big house and he sees something odd and he goes to investigate and he discovers, Hannah, a cannabis farm. Hmm. So so he thinks, well, what's a cannabis farm doing here? And then all of a sudden, this nasty guy, Ben, who is pretending to be friends, um, hits Teddy over the head with a shovel, knocks him out and puts him in the boot of the As car. You As you do. Of course you do. It is really it's it's a it's a brilliant episode, and we see Jan then stepping up because she's really worried about Teddy facing down this drug dealer and trying to save Teddy. And it's um it's a great it's it's it, it is great it's great to see the two of them bond over this. And then of course um he this Ben has been been feeding this vulnerable woman his friend cannabis laced chocolate brownies to keep her docile so so also teddy and jan then have had a chocolate brownie oh no so all three of them as high as kites that is absolutely uh, uh, it's quite um it's not lighthearted because he's been chased with a man from with a man with a needle but at the same time this is quite funny (laughs) and then there's no less drama for Ian and Saab because their first call is to a flat where the occupant hasn't been seen and there is a smell. Oh, no. So they're there with the police and it's very, very sad. They break into the flat and they discover that the elderly lady that had lived there had died watching TV mm. and she 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 was still in the chair and... It, it's really sad. I think Sars really upset because the lady had been there for five months, five months, and none of her neighbours had reported her missing or anything. That's really sad, isn't it? If no one knows you're missing, no one reports that. That just says, oh, gosh. I think that's what we talked about with um, lockdown, wasn't it? Sort of like being kinder to our neighbours, knowing what they're up to. And you kind of hope that sort of thing won't go away, but I suspect it will ebb away with time. Yes, and so Sarah is really, really affected by this. Not only that, of course, the lady is, is in quite a deep state of decomposition. Um, so, you know, it's it's all quite gruesome for them. But, of course, yeah. so Ian is much more experienced paramedic and, and Sarah is quite new to the job. So so Ian's stuffing down a bacon sandwich and I think it's, making, it's turning Sarah's stomach. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
Well, I think it would oh. do, and unless you're, you know, perhaps a seasoned paramedic who's seen most of it. So yeah, um, that is. <laughs> and then and then um they're on to they're meant to go and help an elderly man who has fallen out of bed but something else overtakes a call um and they have to turn around and go back and they find an um another man who is unresponsive and has taken an overdose and this really affects Ian because we know he did try to commit suicide and um, him and Sal have to work together to save this this patient um, which they do do Um, and it's this is the really sad bit so while they've been doing all of this nobody has none of the other teams have managed to get to this elderly man who has fallen out of bed and um, it turns out he's been waiting for an ambulance for seven hours. So I oh, think that's awful. I think really here it was the way his wife um, made the call. So they're both elderly. She didn't quite know what was going on. She didn't want to make a fuss when, in fact, he is quite unwell because he's fallen out of bed and um, he's broken his hip and stuff. So. He, and he's been on the floor and, you know, he will be, you know, he's, he's elderly with a broken hip. So they finally get to this elderly man. Um, I will, I won't give, give the ending away. I did cry at the end of this episode, Hannah, because it is really, really moving. Yeah, I, oh, so sad. And also you hear of ambulance waits like that, don't you? And it just, oh, it's just absolutely awful. Um and also elderly people very often they don't want to make I know my parents did not that my parents are particularly elderly but um but my mum particularly she did, when my dad was ill never wanted to oh, I best not call the ambulance someone might need it more than us I was like no no it's your time now you need to call them <laughs> you know and they worry don't they it's really sad oh so it's a very moving episode casualty this week yes completely Lots going on in the soap dramas um, and we'll be back next week to talk some more about them with some more gossip. We'll see you then. 